0: What's up, guys, and welcome to episode thirteen of the Coffee with Sam podcast. This episode is brought to you by my very uncleanly shaven beard and another hawaiian t shirt. My guest today has been a cheerleader for over fifteen years um was on all three team England winning teams so They are a bronze, silver, and world champion, but also the owner of one of the UK's most successful cheerleading apparel businesses. They do T-shirt printing. They do cheerleading floors. They do cheerleading bags. Um, The way they're going, they're gonna be pumping out cheerleaders if they keep going the way they're going. My guest today is none other than Ryan Cleaver. Roll that intro. Hello, hello. What's up, dude? How are we?
1: you're on silent.
0: That's a good start.
1: There we go, there we go. How are we? Yeah, not too bad. We just had a massive power cut, um, but it's literally just come back on now, so.
0: So, welcome. So the Coffee with Sam podcast, Ryan Cleaver. you um, very much. We know you have been successful throughout your cheer career. How many mm-hmm. years?
1: Uh Oh, God. Uh Since I was about 18, so probably eight years now, nine years nearly.
0: Well, that's bad because in my intro I said 15, so I need to change that.
1: Well, I guess <laughs> if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you take into account the background of gymnastics and stuff I had, I mean, I've done that since I was, uh, eight. So yeah, a very, long time. Very successful
0: gymnastics. career too. Um, you were on Coventry Dynamite Ignite. I was indeed. And also all three years of Team England.
1: I. Do you know what? This is actually the, or this this year of Worlds would have been the first year I haven't done Team England and I haven't been to Worlds. So
0: is that so five, five years Team
1: England? I, yeah, five or six, maybe five, I think. Uh,
0: all three medals. So you've got... All,
1: Awesome. Gold,
0: silver, bronze. Yep. Bro, I bet they will be hanging up in my office behind you.
1: I know. <laughs> you know what? They, they are at home. They're in, they're in a drawer with, with uh, all a few of the medals and stuff put away neatly. Um, I think they'll go up at some point. Um, when that will be, I don't know, but definitely for sure at some point.
0: Awesome. So we've got you here today. More not to talk about your career because <laughs> cheer's probably done for you now on an athlete level.
1: Um, yeah, I think so.
0: We want to talk about, you own a very, very successful cheerleading apparel company. Um, Mm -hmm. You do bags, printing. I don't know, the only thing you don't do is probably make athletes.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) So how did that come about and when did you start?
1: Um, I mean, really, it was was kind of a just happened in the moment thing. I I actually um, left sixth form and wanted to go to uni, but I had a gap year first, um, and I think that made all the difference. I think having that gap year, doing some work at the time I was coaching, um, so doing all that, um, I think probably didn't put me in the right mentality to go to uni, Uh, and I actually went to uni to study PE teaching, and after about four or five weeks said, it's not for me. Um, So it wasn't, wasn't even that long, probably could have gave it a go a little bit longer, but in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't um and basically reverted back to coaching gymnastics coaching obviously coaching and um participant in cheer as well um and it was at that sort of point where back then i mean this was probably 2013 maybe there wasn't actually a lot of cheer merchandise happening um and it came to a point where um we were talking at cov um and we just needed some t-shirts doing and we knew a family friend that printed them uh so obviously we Contacted him, um, put a little design together just on generic text, and got them made. Um, and then suddenly, something in my head just went, "Hang on a minute, you know, why don't I start doing something like this?" Uh, so I spoke to my dad. Um, he obviously has been such a great help in everything that's gone on because he's a businessman himself. Uh, I think you know him personally as well. You know, he's really good at giving advice and stuff. Um, so we basically had a little chat and we, we started talking about the idea of printing our own t-shirts mainly because he has a business my brothers did sport and there's a bit of a customer base there um, and we, we did it so we invested a bit of money in this direct garment printer it's basically imagine a paper printer but it prints on t-shirts instead uh, and that was set up in the garage um, it wasn't specifically aimed at cheer it was just for everyone and anything yeah, you said, um,
0: um, you have a fitness brand too, didn't you?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, Frontline Apparel was, was something that I started um, and, and sold.
0: Well, the brands are available. The,
1: yeah, of course. Um, so started that as well. So like I say, I was just printing other bits and bobs, but very quickly um, the, the cheer side became quite popular in that obviously we'd done some T-shirts for Carve and then other people started kind of, who I knew, uh, knew that I was printing T-shirts and asked for some bits and bobs. And I think the word spread quite quickly. That all these people were getting different designs. Um,
0: What year was was that, Ryan?
1: I think I think probably after about between eight to ten months of printing, and at that point, I mean, I was in the garage till God knows what time at night printing, and obviously setting up an email account, doing some emails to a few people, again mainly family, friends, whatever. But after yeah, about eight, probably eight to ten months, it turned into okay, let's focus on cheer, Um, because the demand was there. Um, And that's when it kind of started and and Power Nation became, at the time, solely for for the cheer and dance industry. And to this day, we still are. Uh, Cheer Dance Gymnastics is what we specialise in. Obviously, we offer for anyone and everyone um, who contacts us um, for what they want. Uh, But yeah, it it was very quickly decided that it was going to be cheer-based. And, you know, uh, for as long as I could, I stayed as a a one-man band um trying to do everything very quickly learned that you can't do that. Yeah. Um and uh yeah now we're you know uh for what probably two thousand and eighteen um now we moved into our first unit uh we employ four full-time staff one part-time staff um and yeah we're in we're in our own own unit with all our own machinery doing everything in-house or or majority of the things in house which is which is cool So you
0: think the time that it came about was pretty good. That was like 2000 yeah.
1: 2013,
0: 2013, I think, and that's yeah. that was when I started to come into cheer. So yeah, I've seen yeah. the growth of cheer from then. So you do think? Do you think you've got in not the right time, but quite a, a good time?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, like I say, cheer has grown massively since we've you know we we've done it in that kind of back in two thousand thirteen. If I think back to the first training sessions I had. You know, it's quite funny to think that we were doing that and then years later we went to Worlds and we were doing the things that we're doing on carbon Team England and, you know, everyone in the, in the cheer industry. So I think that it, it definitely was a good time in terms of uh, at the time of the growth of the sport, but also it was a time where with that growth, the kind of merchandise and everything that people wanted grew with it. And so it's like a, it was a, you know, two birds, one stone, really. It was, it was just growing together. Um, and obviously it's something that I enjoy doing as well. So keeping, you know, everyone says, don't they, if you do, if you do a job that you love doing, it's not really going to be a job. And that's something that, although it's very, very stressful at times, um, especially like I say, back in the day when we were growing at such a rate that I think I, I was so stressed trying to do everything Um, you know, not knowing if you can get employ someone to to kind of take over that role and, and actually both, I guess, financially mainly but in my head also just thinking can we can we afford to do that are we are we going you know am I going to be able to delegate and give someone that role um but yeah it 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 all it all kind of grew quite nicely um and it's it's turned out well.
0: So like how do you feel being a young boss?
1: Do you know what it's it is weird if, if I'm honest um especially because you know to start with um Uh, I employed, or the first person I employed, was uh, a friend of mine, a family friend actually, uh, on cover me. um, And uh, he actually uh, came back from uni to start lending a hand. Uh, Didn't know what he wanted to do with university and was gonna drop out. So I said, listen, if that is what you wanna do, there's a job here for you if you wanna you know, kind of start that ride with me. Um, And yeah, he's still here now. Um, So it is weird, obviously, having that friendship, um it is quite difficult to kind of change I can change between the two um but it's um other than that i think i'm I'm just more you know i'm I'm ready to learn I think that more so now than ever, especially in this kind of pandemic that's going on now where everything's always shut off um I've had a chance to sit back and and kind of plan and and actually reflect on what's gone on um and you know hopefully now definitely the, the year that's just gone now that I'm, you know, not, not doing cheer and I've, I've decided to step back and actually focus on the future, the business, but also just my life in general. And um, I think, you know, there's so much to reflect on and, and try and change and improve on. Um, Cause you know, like any business, there has been struggles, there has been issues that you go through in the past. And I think a lot to do with that was that I was trying to do so much. I was doing cheer and I was trying to run the business and I was, you know, printing everything myself or whatever. And, you know, you can't do it all and therefore issues and mistakes happen. So that's obviously something that, like any business, we're going to now try and uh, smooth out and, and grow from there.
0: So do you find being young, though, you, you've you made mistakes. Obviously, every businessman makes mistakes. Your dad at yeah. the level, you said your dad's pretty high business. Yeah. He still makes mistakes. Oh, yeah, when, yeah. when you're at a higher level, making, mistakes, make, making a mistake is a, it's easier to deal with. Do you feel you yeah. might have made mistakes because you were young, and like i can can imagine you don't want to delegate you Mm -hmm. don't want to tell anyone you want to do it all yourself and you think that that became that's become a problem Well, was a problem in the past
1: yeah 100 percent. like i say until until probably a year ago um, i would you know even though we'd then at that point probably got two or three employees i'd still be checking everything make sure that it was all good or saying oh no or, or just changing little bits when you know you can't do that um, but I think that yeah, being at a young age, I think is you've got a lot to learn. Um, you know, once you get a bit older and you kind of, I guess, mature more and kind of get a bit more wisdom uh, behind you, you can kind of take it from there and, and you can delegate and understand and make changes that will be more beneficial. Um, you know, I'm I'm 26, so it's still quite young. Uh, when I started the business, I was 18. Um, so you know, until you realise that you need to do, you know, look into uh, running businesses, and I read a lot of books and stuff now in terms of how to kind of grow and how to actually delegate and how to um, keep that train going. Really, um, that's where it started to sink in. Now and again, that's why this time period over the last year and the pandemic kind of um, time has, has been really good to actually take a massive step back while everything slowed down. And I think you know now. I feel so much better about where we're going to go compared to running around like a headless chicken before. So yeah, definitely. I think I think the the older you get, the more you start of understand. Do
0: you feel when you first started, it, it felt like a hobby?
1: Yeah, definitely. Then, at what,
0: um, what point did you go? Oh, you know, I think, it's not a hobby
1: anymore. <laughs> no, I think at, at first, you know, it was something that I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, it was involved in cheer and that's something that I love doing. And um, so, yeah, doing that and, and kind of staying in that kind of bubble, I guess, was, was really good. Um, it, it was kind of when, I think it's when it got to the point where it, it became too much for me to handle. And I just remember there was one night where I just had, I just had a breakdown. I just said, I'm never going to get this stuff done. Uh, and obviously my mum and dad, Real, you know, they'd come out and help every now and then if I was struggling. You know, I'd be in there to one o'clock, two o'clock some nights, um, trying to get everything sorted. And um, yeah, it was then I kind of thought, well, okay, right, I really need to plan this properly um, and turn it into a bit more of a, a structured business rather than something that I'm doing as a hobby. But I think the, the initial thing was from the garage, oh, I actually rented some space at my dad's unit um, and then moved into a bigger space at my dad's unit and then finally came here but i think it was actually it was actually when i came here to my own unit um, that it really hit home and it's like right this is you know serious now we're actually got all these bills to pay you didn't got, have the you
0: didn't have the security
1: no. exactly so you know if, if something went a little bit wrong or, or money was tight at um or there's issues at, at the place i was renting from my dad you know obviously family he he would help me out and it would be fine but coming here it was like hey you know it was a big step big big step um and it was like okay right now this is serious we've got to keep on top of everything we've got to make sure that staff get get paid but at the same time we we want to control everything and and make sure we're in a good position to to grow um and you know i i think we found that a lot of the stuff that we provide you know we try and keep prices reasonable for everyone Um, um you know we try and keep them down as much as possible and i think that everyone um Everyone likes our products that we've worked with. We've worked with so many teams in, in the UK, in Europe, and even worldwide, um, that you know have been so supportive of us, um, especially those really that have, have used us for a long, long time now and continue to come, come back to us, and people that understand that, especially when we were growing, that there would be delays, there would be issues, and and have been really supportive of that that way. Um, and and you know, I, I thanks to them, thanks to everyone that's really, you know purchased from us because they've kept us going um and and put us in the position that we're so before to we in.
0: get onto this sticky situation what the world's in um mm-hmm. any so take away like yeah you've had that nice little cushion not everyone's yeah. always got a cushion yeah for any young entrepreneurs yeah. or startups what would if you've got more than one but your one main do this first that you've maybe learned
1: on yeah. the way or I, I can gen well I can always say that I don't I don't think there's one thing I think that it's a case of you need to have a bit of a goal in mind that needs to be you know, realistic uh, but it can also be a bit ambitious um, and I think that you can, you've got to just plan your route to that and how you're going to do it um, and kind of back yourself up um, and, and basically just have that, that um, mindset of right I am going to get there there is going to be bumps in the road um but no matter what we're going to get to this destination and that's how you've got to got to look at it i mean you know there's been so many so many bumps in the road that i hit and uh, you know put you on breaking point at sometimes. but you've just got to remember that there's you know there's always a positive to take from it it's a learning curve and you will you know you will eventually get there so i think that's that's the main advice i'd offer is that you know anything is possible you've just got to make sure that you are willing to take on for those bumps in the road and make sure that you, you continue to, to drive forwards.
0: So for the listeners, literally just go for it.
1: Yeah. Just go for it. <laughs> I say as long as it's feasible, you know, you can't, you can't just set a goal that's, that's going to be out of reach, but you know, you set something, something, when you get close to that goal, you set that next goal and then that just keeps, keeps going. That's, that's definitely what I'd recommend.
0: Awesome. Well, I know how you feel though, like dude, because I've, I've done the same thing. I've always wanted to prove people that you can do, what you what you want to do as long as you've got a plan in in place, which is why COVID's hit me so hard, because it's taken everything from underneath me. It's taken me six years to get to where I wanted to be. Yeah. And I'm finally at that point where it was like, I told you also I'd do it. And then Mm -hmm. it's like woof, carpet gone. And I'm like, oh um but like I'd say I'd like to tell listeners and viewers that like you have passed down what your dad's taught you because you've helped me out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: So you've you've done me favors where you know you could do them. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't come along and just I wouldn't ask for money. So I'm not listeners don't go ringing Ryan to back (laughs) up to back up to fund your new company. Um, But he has helped me out just maybe advice, putting me in touch with his dad, or even just a little item here and there. Or um, and he's passed that down from his dad. So yeah, I'd say like that you've learned you haven't got rid of things you've learned as such do you no, know what
1: yeah I mean? yeah yeah i think that pa- passing on like trying not to blow smoke knowledge. up
0: your ass too much that's what i'm trying to do here. but, I'm yeah. <laughs> but
1: pa- passing on any knowledge and, and learning because i think it's always brilliant i mean we have a few um a few customers that come to us and you know if, if we can't do something for them or there's there's sometimes a better option we'll point them in the right direction you know there's um i think someone's on about uh, moving a moving a floor the other day and they just contacted us and we're just saying right you know what would you need How van size this that the other you know anything that can help people out especially in the industry we're in you know and at this time you know that's that's what we're we're looking to do
0: so where did that that's another thing so what like i say you make apart from athletes you make everything like mm-hmm. where did the floor thing come from
1: the the floor thing again was a case of um we actually needed one for for cough. Um, We'd never had a sprung floor. I think the first year we went to Worlds, we didn't even have a sprung floor, and um, so uh, it got to the point where that obviously uh, team and and business was growing. um back in the days that I was working with with Sarah, and um, so um, Sarah from Sarah Biggs. from, Com- from Com- yeah, so Sarah Biggs. So obviously so back you, then did, we did, were.
0: Did you both? <laughs> it, was never, it was never like coventry owned power nation but you no, so
1: they, were, they were two two businesses running aside each other and we we basically made a decision to run them together um but it was more so that we were just helping each other out and you know i was still focusing on this um and Sarah was still focusing on that but we were just running them running them together um and obviously now um i don't know how long now but we have kind of split still working together but we've just decided to take on um Kind of the own our own reins of each each business now um yes yeah, so you heard it
0: the- here first viewers coventry never owned power nation yeah now, I know that always used to be a talk in the industry <laughs> um yeah. but it was always carver and power nation and da-da-da-da. so i'm glad we've wrapped that that's a good i'm it's yeah. taking yeah. years to they, out there but
1: there's always there's always talk in the industries and they're like you know look at the the uh the, the worst thing in the cheer industry that the cheer forum jesus that's Oof, just we're not talking about that right. yeah so we're, we'll uh, put a lid on that one straight away but yeah there's you know speculation all the time isn't there but um yeah so so anyway Carl, we needed a floor so at that time we um there was only one other company that that offered floors in in the uk and and it was an extortionate price well i thought anyway for 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 kind of what it was um So again, I kind of sat down with um, my dad, I sat down with um, my um, family friend um, at the time who was a a builder and we basically kind of, between the contacts of all of us um, and money that we had, a little bit of money to invest, uh, we decided to kind of start manufacturing parts for the floors Um, and almost, um, I mean, the, the first cob floor we put down was a little bit of a prototype I have to say, it was, it was made out of bits of material that my dad um, at his factory could manipulate to work, cause like feet for springs and stuff like that. Um, and it was brilliant. it, it, worked. A, lot it of, actually...
0: a lot of, a lot of the UK coaches could, can, <laughs> can, um, uh, what's it called? Thingy with that, they can, I can't remember the word.
1: Oh, uh, I know exactly what you mean, but I can't remember either. <laughs> but just, just agree with the fact that...
0: Yeah, that, yeah, it's, it's, I've seen some classic flaws that have been, well, oh, yeah. my dad made it, or maybe yeah. yeah. that made it. You were just lucky that you had in engineering backgrounds. Mm-hmm. To be able to and again, it's just, it's,
1: just those, it's just finding those things where you've got two things. You have an idea and you've got something that can assist it in a way, and as soon as you find that, you know, it's going to be a lot easier. But that, that flaw that was a prototype like, that went down in two thousand. 14, i think um only got kind of um refurbished about 6 months ago um so it lasted a good old time but uh, from then uh, you know we we figured out that actually we could offer floors at a a, a cheap price for than um than a competitor um again the main thing with this was yeah it's, it's something that we could we could offer but it will help teens so much you know again back then there wasn't that many teams with with spring floors. And I think we've fitted over 30 or so now. Um, and it's just a case of, you know, we were like, right, let's do it. So we invested a bit of money in molds and stuff like that. Um, and then quite shortly after fitting a few floors, um, again, when people are struggling, cause they, were, you know, it's still a lot of money, um, yeah, so, yeah. Hey, you know, pay up front. So what we started doing is offering payment plans. So you, we would take a hit, um, uh, for the for the first kind of deposit, and then we would it would be a case of X amount deposit, and then the rest would be paid over 12, uh, 10 to fifteen months. I think actually when we first started, it, it was over twenty four months, which uh, we don't do now unfortunately because it was we realised it was way too long, um, and we can obviously cash flow and stuff we can um, afford to do that. But ten to fifteen months now, uh, that just means that teams have a little bit of security and time frame to to pay it back, uh, you know, spreading the costs.
0: Awesome. So you like to I see you like to help people out and you you like to try and do what you can down mm-hmm. down the line. So um I believe you've set up some like packages for this to help teams with this COVID situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so Ooh, we about no, those. Um so we we basically we had to furlough all our staff, so as you can see, um I'm here on my ones today uh, as I have been most days just coming down. Um but I actually um uh sat down with uh my girlfriend jess and we basically just kind of in that spare time we started thinking right what what can we do to kind of help again help everyone out in this um in this current situation obviously in the back of my mind as well i was also trying to kind of help us as well because everyone needs to help each other out i want to make sure that our staff still have a job when um when we come back so what can we do to help all our customers and new customers out but also keep us afloat um and this is where these kickstart packages came in. Um, and we thought it'd be a great idea to kind of come up with a set amount of packages that offer um, discounts to customers based on um, main items that teams would need. So the first package was just simply a t-shirt um, that we were offering at 9.99, um, again, for a minimum of 10. Um, and it's just a, a drop in price from what we would normally normally do, just to help everyone out, um, to one of the packages, I think, package six, which is absolutely everything you'd need. It was a uniform, t-shirt, baseball jersey, practice wear, everything in. And I think that that was saving about 43% on normal prices. Um, And again, it it just means that everyone can start to, kind of start to arrange and organise next season or when they come back to cheer and have something that can just kind of help them out in terms of promoting and bringing back in um, merchandise for their teams because um, obviously you know everyone seems to get it every year Um, it's quite a big thing in in the cheer industry Um, so if people can you know do that and use that and benefit it, benefit from it slightly then that would be brilliant and then the last package we put in was for floors so rather than offer uh, we actually dropped the um, deposit amount to just 25 percent, um, and then again paying back over um, 12 to 15 months depending on the item so again just just stuff in in place to to help people just kickstart um, the, the kind of cheer industry and, and their program teams and, and guest livelihood for, for a lot of coaches.
0: Nice. So, you've got three different packages. So, t shirt.
1: Wow. In, in general, we, we've got seven. Um, we've got the, the basic one is a t shirt. Uh, then there's other ones like t shirt and baseball jersey, t shirt and crop sets. But then down to six, which is everything that are in all the packages above. And then seven is is floors and mats um et cetera nice
0: i like I like that' it's, there's another go back as a business, so if any like young entrepreneurs or anything are watching this, then you've gotta we've all got to try and do what we can to make a living in this very weird time um but you're you're also helping other people out because you're a cheerleader yourself or you you were or you yeah. are a cheerleader yourself, and you understand. The situation, you also were a coach. You were also on, on, on the ownership board of a of a program. So you understand the whole, I think you understand the whole industry, to be honest, what's going yeah. on with yeah. everyone. So it's very nice that, yeah, you have thought about number one, which we all have to, but you're also, it's thinking about everybody else underneath you at yeah. the same time. Um, yeah,
1: definitely.
0: I think that's wicked. Where can people find you? As in company,
1: um, so we obviously have our unit in, in rugby. Anyone's free to free to drop in, and um, we have some people come and collect uh, collect their items, and just actually people just drop in every now and then, and say hello, which is quite nice. <coughs> Excuse me, um, but in general, um, we have a website um and that is actually just undergoing some. Um, Reconstruction at the minute, we're actually looking to um add in some online portals for coaches to log in and make some purchases a bit quicker for the individual items because a lot of the items we do have no minimum order. and so there, um obviously on Instagram, power Nation Share as well. A lot of our um products can be found on Instagram. Um but anyone that really needs to get in contact to us, if you if you just search for us um on any search engine, search for us on social media, you'll be able to find us there. Uh, just just pop us an email, really. We we work with everyone on a uh, an email basis, just chatting on bespoke designs uh, from start to finish. So we'll we'll sort it out that way.
0: Where can people download your new COVID packages?
1: Uh, so we don't have a download at the minute. There is a a, a section online that just explains what we're doing, and um, and it's just a case of contacting us and asking for that information. And um, so again, yeah, if anyone wants the information on our kickstart schemes, if they just email info at and someone will then get back to them with, uh, with the relevant information, just explaining what those packages are and the costs of those packages. Um, but just note that, and it does say in it, that depending on um, what your designs are and how you may change or add some things in, the costs may, may vary. Great. When do you think the cheerleading
0: industry is going to open back up again?
1: It's hard to say. I mean, you know, everyone wants it to get back as soon as possible. Um, you know, everyone's missing, missing cheer, missing training. Um, so I think everyone's eager to get back, but it, it has to be done when, it, when it's safe to do so. Uh, it, it's, it's hard to say when it'll be. I really, really do think that it's going to be uh, a few more months until it is, it is safe to do so. It is, it's going to be next season. Um, we've I got think, one.
0: We've got one EP holding on, haven't we? I
1: know we have. I, but I, I just think that it's, it's, you know, it's, it, it's going to be very difficult to to attend uh, that competition. And I think that a lot of teams probably will decide not to, just on the basis of safety. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's horrible, really, having a season cut short, um, especially when it was, you know, Worlds and Summit teams. I just, I felt so sorry for all those that were ready for that. Um, if, it, if it could have been done just after that it would have been a little bit more I guess okay yeah you sponsored um, a
0: few teams didn't you
1: yeah, yeah we did we you know we, we try and sponsor some teams every year again help out again packages where we can Um so you know I was we actually sponsored more teams than ever this year um, and I was really looking forward to um, you know going down and, and seeing them and and seeing their progress and stuff and actually visiting them not competing for once, but actually going out and seeing the map worlds and, and rather than it be my journey as a cheerleader, I actually see their journey as a team um for the first time, which I think would have been really, really bizarre if I'm honest, not competing at all for the first time, you know, on the basis that I did to Team England and Cobb every single year up until now. Um but yeah, so it, it is horrible for that. We're we're doing what we can. Um a lot of the teams that we did stuff for, we again everyone puts the year on and, and brands it so we've tried to do what we can to change the de- designs or remove something just so they can still have those items potentially reuse them next year uh, yeah. which is what a few teams have done so that's that's brilliant that we've managed to somehow do that um but yeah it's 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 hard to say when when we'll all uh, all go back to normality but we've just got to you know like now i'm trying to take as many positives as, as we can during this period i think i've actually like i say with all this time i've sat back i've done so much all the little bits and bobs um that i would never have done if we were you know normal life yeah and taking a positive and actually you know getting stuff like that done or or whatever during this time anything that you can do to make it a positive is is what i'd recommend
0: What packages did you sponsor them was it just t-shirts was it bags yeah
1: we had um we had well various teams had different things we sponsored some t-shirts sponsored some crop sets uh some backpacks um so it, it was just it is really depending on what teams kind of needed and what we could uh, we could provide for them you know some of the some of them or most of them were were kind of partial sponsorships we we try and offer uh those out rather than full sponsorships because then we can offer more of them to, to more people again helping each team out we, we know how expensive worlds is um so anything that we can do to make each team's cost a little bit better. I forgot I forgot you did crop sets. Do it all did everything. That's
0: like it's it's yeah. it's hard to be people I bet people just think you're a t shirt company.
1: Well do, do you know what that's that's the thing. We you know a lot of the stuff we do in house here and a lot of the um items are you know I mean I mean the most popular product is is a screen printed t shirt, um, but and then vinyl products we do here that are um, you know uh, no minimum orders. Uh, but yeah, we we do it all. We have our own factory line that produces all the um, crop sets, leggings, jackets, and actually um, well basketball vests and baseball jerseys. Um, but we're actually looking at a few new products at the minute. Um, I don't know if you've seen a pair of the PN joggers. Uh, that we've released. They're on the wall behind
0: you,
1: um, are they? Uh, uh, yeah, they're <laughs> I was supposed to have a pair on, but I don't have them on today. But um, yeah, we've released some some PN joggers and it, it, they are they're the comfiest things I've ever worn. Uh, we have, did a photo shoot, a few of the models had them and they've said, uh, can we keep these? Because you know, we, the, uh, they're just so comfortable. So we're actually looking at uh, bringing out a new, uh, rather than sublimation, a new polyester printed uh, joggers and matching crop set to go and uh, crop set matching jacket to go with it um so yeah really really looking forward to that and that's going to be be able to make custom custom uh team sizes oh, you'll have
0: to uh you have to send me a pair so i can review them yeah.
1: oh, of course we'll get you get you a pair of joggers sent mate
0: i can ruin it i can um ruin i can
1: ruin them yeah
0: uh, i can uh test them against the idu joggers that i got sent yeah
1: yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. I I'll, uh, I'll have to get you get you a permit. They they honestly they're so comfortable. So, Dude, I
0: want I want a coffee with the Sam um, podcast top 2. We'll make that happen. T-shirt. We'll
1: make that happen. All right, cool. So you need joggers and a and a hoodie or something. I
0: think, no, just a t-shirt like with the the print on. Like with a, actually cheer print like design like a cheer. T- I can't even just des- how, how do you even explain a cheer design?
1: Yeah, uh, you know I just I just explain it as just craziness on a, t-shirt. Like a
0: hurricane on a t-shirt
1: yeah, it literally is i mean like i say some people prefer the the simple look but i think that's what made it so different again back when i started made it so different made it such a, a niche market in that cheerleaders just, just just go crazy like who else would have something like that on a, on a t-shirt but it's brilliant you know it, there's so much kind of color and design and, and whatever that you can add into it um but See, I, now I,
0: you're having to print a t-shirt with my face on it
1: Challenge accepted, let's do it. With let's the swirls
0: it. and orange and blue, it look well wow, nice.
1: No, that, that's the other thing as well. We're you know we're we're still trying to push some orders through and obviously I'm I'm here with um with Jess and basically we're still trying to get a few orders out. So I've gone back to where I first started and I'm using all the machinery and, and printing jobs as well. Like so it's really bizarre um to, to kind of go back and do some of that. But um yeah, definitely a. Uh, let's talk
0: about your bags we've got a few more minutes let's talk about your bags
1: mm-hmm. yeah like
0: i don't want to go into the manufacturing process because that I, that's probably another whole podcast on itself yeah, um,
1: yeah
0: but definitely. sell your bag to the listeners so
1: it. well, we we basically you know been doing this or in this kind of industry for a long time and i think a lot of people always come to us for for backpacks. Uh, Most of the time, we use a standard backpack with print or embroidery on it, but cheerleaders, again, they love glitter, they love the sparkle, so we kind of started to develop our own uh, bag, uh, and it took a pretty long time to do, but we wanted to develop something that was also a bit cheaper price-point-wise as well, um, just simply because, you know, it's, again, gonna help cheerleaders out. It's something that would mean it's a lot more feasible for teams. Uh, So, I've actually got one over there. Now, I'll show you a little exclusive, so bear with me too seconds.
0: Oh, the podcast people will get annoyed because the the YouTube
1: viewers will be able to see it. Um, And we have a few different colours, but this is one of the new ones that's going to be released soon. Um, It is a black on black, so black bag, black zips, um, with rhinestone logo and then detachable bum bag. So, obviously, that just comes off. Um, so we only have at the minute a black one with white zips, um, but we're doing this as well. So we sell our own standard uh, backpacks, uh, obviously all zips, um, all lined with lovely PN branding, which is real. Um, but yeah, it's it's such a good little uh, backpack to have really. I mean, the, the price point on these is a lot, lot lower than normal um, glitter backpacks. But we also then offer these with team logos, so we basically this is not printed and you can either add your team logo in rhinestones or vinyl. Um, and we just have a minimum of three uh, for that. Um, so it's a really good, um, yeah, it's a, it's really good uh, thing to add to your merchandise list if you know, you can afford it. If not, then we, again, we do our standard backpacks, which are, are the standard embroidery or, or vinyl. And I think that's what we, we love doing. We want to be able to cater for all kind of teams with all different, all different budget. Uh, budgets, so that's what we've we've tried to do.
0: No, I love it. I love it, and uh, it's support support a UK company. That's that's what I would say. Support a UK yeah, company, um, because obviously the main bag, we're not going to say the name, but the main bag doesn't come from the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice that it's not. You, there's been other products made out there to try yeah. and to try and not combat, but replace that bag in the UK. But I feel. This is not me being biased, but yours is a pretty good, robust product. Um yeah. and some time and some detail and some attention to it has been taken, not just Definitely. let's quickly really get a bag out there to replace the other bag on the market.
1: Yeah, we we've took some time kind of to develop and, and plan it and try to add features that are going to be um, you know, going to be beneficial. You know, there's still a lot of work to do. We can probably release another version eventually, where there's even better changes. Um, but you know, for now, I mean, it is it is pretty pretty damn good, um, uh, and it's perfect for what what's you know needed in terms of, uh, I guess, the size, um, the easy access for for cheerleaders with all all their makeup and uh, phones and whatever at competitions, and, that, and that's kind of the whole the whole point of it.
0: But if there's any other companies that are listening or watching this and they want to change my mind, send me the products and try and change my mind. I'm cool with that. I am cool with that. Um, good. So they can find you on social media, PowerNation yep. Cheer. Yep. Yep. And then www.powernationcheer.com. PowerNationCheer.com. Perfect. Brilliant, mate. I'm excited. See you later. Yeah. Thanks very much, Sam. Thanks, Love man. you, bro. See you later, Bye. Jess. Bye-bye.
1: As a so busy